Well, hey, everybody, welcome back to the Drinking and Thinking podcast. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode. Uh, on this week's episode, we make a cocktail called the Enlightener. It's a uh, mezcal heavy cocktail with a lot of other good stuff. It's a drink that we very much enjoyed around the bar. And then we just have a conversation about double standards within Christianity. And so uh, I think you'll enjoy the episode. If you have not subscribed to the podcast already, we'd love it if you would do that. You can also uh, send us an email to hello at let's drink and think with any uh, future cocktail recipes you'd like us to make or topics you want us to talk about. But uh, enough of this intro. Let's go ahead and dive on into the conversation. Grab something cold and let's hit it. Cheers. Nope. Cheers. Cheers. Enlightener. Anybody know the uh, history behind bumping glasses? No. no. Um, we should look it wait, up. Hang Unless on. you I, do. No, I, I think Kevin does know, but I want to take a guess because oh. I think I might, but it's a little bit reaching. Do you know the answer, mm-hmm. though? No. Oh. No, I'm asking because I don't know. I oh. think. I think. Wait. Wait. All right, hang on. Wait. I'll wait to answer. <laughs> wait. Again, I don't know what the alcoholic version tastes like, but the N.A., is fantastic <laughs> all right <laughs> all right um, so my and this is more of a, a guess that i think i may have picked the knowledge up at some point but i'm not 100 percent confident <laughs> i think it's from medieval medieval <clears throat> medieval times of uh bumping glasses so if anybody poisons any of the cocktails everybody's getting it but now we should look this up. Can so we get a producer? In order to I feel <laughs> like that would be a really cool answer if it was true. Can we look so it up? you mean to spill in each other's glass? Mm-hmm. That's the point. You bump them, so right. splashing. Oh, dog. Is that totally really different good. than yours? Yeah, it is. That's oh. like... Um, that's fantastic. That's like the first time I had Kool-Aid. <laughs> 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 that is so good. Wait, did you measure the sugar or no? Did I measure the sugar in there or in the, in the Kool-Aid? Kool-Aid? Okay, no, 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 no. no. hang on. Because I was going to say, you never measure the Kool-Aid because otherwise it's not enough. Right, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, this is good. Darren, Kevin. You've always done this a one, very of, one to ten. Or oh, many episodes. Many, we've some talked. episodes we've okay. done that. So All right, on a scale of one that. to ten, one, uh, well, ten being the best cocktail ever, one being straight egg white. I was going to say. One being a Boston sour. <laughs> One being a Boston sour uh, for which you. I love that drink. It's we should yeah. make another version of that without it's still the one egg. of my top. Yeah. All right. Just the name of that. Why One would to, you like? But anyway. One to ten. I would say this is an eight point six. Wow. It's pretty good. With my very limited palate, I would say it's a solid eight. For sure. Nice. It's a little on the fancy end for me, but <laughs> it's delicious. <laughs> Wait, hang on. Is it fancy now? <laughs> you might have dropped a half a tank. When do I get to eat the lime? There is so much flavor going on. It's oh, bursting. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. bursting sure. in your mouth. This this would uh I would also rate this at an eight. I would put this at a seven or eight as well. Here's, so this is a good cocktail. This is really good. If you mm-hmm. want One thing to I would make say, this. we talked about this a little bit before. That mm-hmm. mezcal is not over the top in terms yep. of spiciness. It doesn't punch you in the face yep. at all. If it did, it would blend really, really nicely. It would go up a, t- a tick. How do you know Mescal a little bit better than you? So this is a good question for both of you. How do you feel like what you just alluded to, the smokiness? Yeah. Is it 
Do you feel like you want more? Can you tell that there's some smokiness in there? You can definitely taste the smoky. Okay. It's not too much, but it's more than mm -hmm. a nice subtle kick. Yeah. I um I, I wish it would separate itself a touch more, but it is still there. Good. Yeah, but it's great. It's a great I cocktail. I think it's a great cocktail. This nice. is uh, this is probably top three for me. Golly, we should do this again. We should. <laughs> Let's drink this one. We'll just keep recording while we make another one in the background. I really want to find out the story behind cheersing. <laughs> you guys talk amongst right. yourselves. Right, I'm going right? to look it up. Yeah. What's yeah. our topic? Uh, the topic this week is uh, the double standards in Christianity. So... Um, you know, as, as many of our, our watchers or listeners know, if you've been following along on this drinking and thinking kind of journey, we're all, we're all Christians, um, and we've all been Christians for quite a while. And man, I just, it's so apparent to me, there are some huge double standards in things that Christians look down and judge, not only just other Christians, but just people in general with. And completely oblivious to some real issues, sins, whatever you want to call them, right. in in their own lives. And I just thought, like, you know, the the part of the goal of this show is to hopefully maybe bring a little bit of light to what Christianity really is, or you know, maybe people have grown up in the church and walked away. Maybe some of that experience that people have had in the past negative experiences just because. The Christianity people ran into wasn't the best, you know. You know, uh, Chris, you said something earlier about you know. I'm cheers. listening. Where but does, I'm going to look it up. Where does cheers time. come from? You mentioned. You said just briefly. You said, you know, I heard this, but I don't really know if it's true. Right, and yeah. I think so much of that is in Christianity mm. when it comes to this topic. Even what is a sin? Yeah. That is just starting there. What is a sin? Well, you know, that's a sin. And well, do, how do you know that? Well, I I heard it somewhere, but I don't know if it's true. You know that kind yeah, of there's yeah. so much of that in Christianity. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Yeah, Even you know, right. growing up, my parents told me this, or my grandparents. Mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. A lot of that stuff is passed down. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's a great point too. And there's so many. You got the answer already. I found the answer. Right. Like, that was so of, fast. Well, I mean, turns out Google exists. Yeah, but still, <laughs> I'm so impressed. You were partially right. Okay. What is so? The, what you heard was kind of true, okay. which maybe will lead into the rest of the discussion. Yeah, how ironic. Unless Google's just lying. But this is from farm, FarmersAlmanac.com. Because they're be always true. right. It's got to be true. <laughs> it's Almanac. got to be true. Uh, in medieval times, glasses were clinked and people cheered loudly to ward off any demons or evil spirits. Oh, it was okay, okay. also thought that you would clink glasses to spill some on the floor leaving some of the spirits for the bad spirits oh. in the hope they would leave you alone. Oh, interesting. Okay. So anyway. So it had nothing to do with poison. No. Yeah. But it had to but do with... But the medieval times. Completely wrong. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got the era sort I'll of right. give you 60%. Ah, thank you. It's more than uh, I mm -hmm. usually get, so. <laughs> and uh, before we actually get into some of them as examples... Yeah. I just, it, it blows my mind where some people, probably more extreme Christian people, say things like dancing or playing cards is evil. That's a sin. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I've read the Bible a few times. Don't know where they got it. <laughs> it's not don't. there. It's not there. Yeah. 
Unless you're going to go to a Pharisee, and we don't need to go into all that, but Jesus was against Pharisees because they made up stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, it was it was it was wrong to worship an idol, so they would they would make that law. They would make a new law saying if you say the word idol, it's a sin. You know, they made up just stuff. just to make sure. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe maybe the dancing. Well, you know why Baptists don't. <laughs> Don't allow. I feel like this is the start of a great this, joke. I, I, I love like, it already. Do you know why Baptists don't allow premarital sex? Huh. Leads to dancing. That's kind of that's kind of what you're talking about. That's kind of what you're asking. A little that's bit. Really good. And you know what? Like a lot of the things I think that initially come up in my mind when I think of the double standards, the side most Christians are judging against is not even wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, like I mean, the dancing, mm-hmm. uh, there's there's nothing I can find. Did a pretty in-depth research before we started this show on, on the topic of alcohol and all that. Nothing I can find in there about having an alcoholic beverage being a sin, gambling, like all these things that yeah. you can't do that while at the same time there are some very serious sins going on. So yeah. let's assume we've all heard it. And most Christians or non-Christians would assume, a non-Christian would assume if they smoke cigarettes, they're sinning. They wouldn't go. I can't go to church. I smoke. I've heard that. I've mm-hmm. actually heard people say that. So if smoking was a sin, because the Bible obviously doesn't talk about tobacco. Yeah. But if smoking was a sin, on what grounds would that be sinful? It's a good question. How about I? I would assume it's. Uh, because we are a temple of the Holy Spirit and we're damaging that temple, could possibly yep. be it. Perfect. Let's talk about the opposite okay. double standard side of that. Okay, now, because if, if that's, that's a the huge case, one. Yeah. If that's the case, the Bible doesn't say it's a sin, but the Bible would allude to, and still wouldn't say it's a sin, but it would allude to, we have a responsibility to take care of mm-hmm. the temple of the Holy Spirit. I could get behind that one. Okay. So if that was the case and we stand against smoking, go ahead. What else should we stand against? If, that might be more damaging to yeah. the temple than smoking. Have you been or to a church? Or at least as damaging. As damaging, yeah. or I believe sure. in so many cases even. Yeah, more. for sure. But yeah. But, sure. Yeah. You've been to a church service lately? The donuts they serve? <laughs> I mean, well, those donuts are good. <laughs> They are they're really they've been called for it. <laughs> this you know, temple they needs used to be free, and energy. then they started charging a dollar. Well, inflation. <laughs> okay, okay. And I, I lost weight after that. <laughs> That's what it was. Oh. Uh. Hey, honestly, uh, you cannot find a a Bible verse to clearly support the idea that having smoking a cigarette is a sin. Right. But you can find a verse to clearly say that gluttony is wrong. Right. And man, we have these big potlucks and go out for big dinners. Did you want to high five that or what was that? I don't know about? what gluttony is. So oh, just want to overeat it for me. Oh, okay. Overeating. Overeating. Yeah. Overeating to fill this like pleasure and beyond the point of reason right. and beyond just, the need to eat. To physically survive. There is no and doubt, and uh, medical science would prove to us and show us that food can be just like a drug. We oh, can run to food 
uh, for an escape. We can run to food for comfort. And mm -hmm. that's why most Americans are overweight because we're running to food for comfort instead of God. But and the we're not church, running anywhere else. But the, <laughs> and we're not walking fast anywhere. That's a great point. But the, the <laughs> church. Oh, yes. <laughs> there your, we go. Your point in this whole episode is, but the church doesn't bat an eye on no, right. gluttony. Yeah. Well, not at all. You look at a lot of, I mean, there's TV shows out there that, you know, they talk about people that are overweight, that are obese, very obese. Mm -hmm. And these people talk about how they eat as a pleasure. They eat because right. it makes them happy. Mm -hmm. You know, and like makes you guys said, happy. no one bats an eye at that. Hey, I've seen uh, a lot. Not that I'm not trying to say that either one of these are necessarily good, right? I don't personally believe having a cigarette is good for you. I'm not, that's not the point. <laughs> But I have seen way more, even pastors, overweight, and not just overweight, obese, yeah. right? Way larger than they should be, uh, who have done more harm to their body, I believe, than had they smoked a cigarette. Well, I think statistically in they, America, heart disease is still oh, our sure. number one killer. Right. For sure. And I, I think the medical world would tell us today that obesity is way more damaging to us as a whole than smoking not that either one's good I, no. I was, yeah but I, don't, I don't know if we even have to try to determine which one's worse we, <laughs> no. we know that both are bad for your body all right so that, that was a great yeah. example of a double standard right you can't smoke because it damages the body but go ahead and eat donuts As a matter of fact i'll bring you more yep. you mm -hmm. know and, and kind of mm -hmm. like this but here's one this might not fit into double standard but it drives me crazy how the church has blessed certain behaviors to to miss church, to not be involved, uh, not serve in church, and not be involved in the mission of the church. Mm. But yet we've so some some reasons are bad. If if you're out recreating, you know, or if you're spending money right. doing something else, or, you, know, you should be here in church. But we've almost blessed. Well, if you're working all the time, that's okay. Right. Even though greed is an absolute sin. Mm -hmm. We've almost blessed, well, if you're working overtime, that's a good reason to miss church. So it's almost like the church has blessed that, or my favorite, sports. Mm -hmm. We've, the church is, oh, you don't come to church because of sports. Well, that's okay. Your that's kids' a, sports. That's a wholesome activity. You go do a wholesome activity and miss church, and we'll bless that. But if you miss church because you have a hangover, that's bad. Hmm. Listen, you miss church, you're not involved, you don't show up, you don't... Why have we, and I don't know if this fits into a double standard, but it's just so ridiculous that we've kind of said certain activities are wholesome to not be involved in what God's doing, and other ones aren't. Right. Listen, you're either involved or you're not. Aren't they all bad? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. What do you... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, where do you think this comes from? Because, for instance, you know, why is it in our ingrained in our heads that tobacco use is wrong or drinking mm -hmm. is wrong? Why do, why do Christians mm -hmm. come up with that? Because it had to have come from somewhere. Yeah. It wasn't, I mean, maybe it was misinterpreted mm -hmm. somewhere along the line, just kept going down, mm -hmm. whatever it may be. But where does that come from? Yeah, I, I believe, and I, I can't tell you exactly when it came in, but it wasn't until the... Started in medieval times. Yeah, well, wow. not really. It was... It was like the 17, 1800s before this really became a big deal. The the dancing, 
I mean, that right. wasn't early on in the church. That mm-hmm. was in the 1800s, 17, 1800s, dancing or smoking because smoking wasn't a thing. Mm-hmm. And it was, it, here's where I think it came from. This is what non-Christians do, so we can't do it. I like driving cars. Right. Non-Christians <laughs> drive cars. No, no, but that's no, a yeah, ridiculousness. Yeah. No, I know. I, I hear you. Yep. It, it's what I we do. Because and this that's is why what, we that's what non-Christians right. do, and so we better not look like them. Mm-hmm. So if they... If they dance, we better not. And if they play cards, we better not. You know, right. and, and so that kind of stuff, I think, is part of it, is this idea that we can't look anything like the world. If they're going to wear blue jeans, we better not. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And don't you think, I, I mean, I know, I know your story, so we've talked about it a lot, but this impression that non-Christians get, again, maybe even some of the people listening or watching this video, of... If I'm going to be a Christian, I have to behave this certain way. I can't have an alcoholic beverage if I want. I can't smoke cigarettes. I can't go down the list of all the different things that we think or that that Christians give out the impression you can't do. And it prevents people from what is, in my opinion, the greatest thing ever, being a Christian. And, like, why, why would we want to do that to people? I just, like, I don't understand. Well, everybody else wears blue jeans, so mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, good. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay. like, There's so, so many. On what Kevin was saying too, I think a part of the influence has also been people's personal opinions. Mm-hmm. I mean, as oh, much as definitely. you know, you can read the Bible, you can do your studies, you can do your prayers. There is always going to be that human nature that kicks in, mm-hmm. like you were saying. You have Christians that see non-believers doing these activities, and whether they're wrong or right, these people are just going to say, well, I don't think that's a good idea, so we're not going to do that. And we'll make a rule. Right. And I'm not going to do that, neither should you. We look like the world. Right. And we're supposed to not look like the world. Right. And I think that definitely plays a part in But the double standard is, but we can look just like the world when it comes to greed. Oh, absolutely. And we yeah. can look just like the world when it comes That's, to envy. Yeah. Well, we can look you. just like the world. You know so what? You we look we like just the we're world picking on the wrong things. And aren't those, you know, greed, this, you know, uh, looking to food to satisfy something on the inside? Mm-hmm. I think a majority of the Christians I've run into have huge pride problems, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, myself too at times like I'm not trying I'm to so point the finger. So happy you said that. Cuz <laughs> you were just like aren't those in my opinion anyway. I think those are things that are far more harmful and damaging than oh, yeah. this will ever be. I mean this is an NA. So obviously this one <laughs> well, the that, yours will, <laughs> for sure that's got this a lot of one. sugar in it though. You know Diabetes runs Diabetes. in my family, so I, uh, ooh, so you should this probably lay could off. be yeah. more problematic for me. I am diabetic, I and I'm offered donuts every week in church, <laughs> and nobody bats an eye. Well, now no, that I know that, I'll stop offering and, to you. And, <laughs> they, and, and a lot of people know I am, but yet they'll they'll give me, they'll bring me, they'll bake something and bring it to but me. But I mean, honestly, know. from a from even a a Christian just alone in themselves. Isn't pride? I don't. I don't know how to word this. Not like one is worse than the other, but that's going to kind of be how it comes out. Isn't pride more damaging to just our own 
relationship with God than almost anything. Mm-hmm. If I think I'm Absolutely. all that, mm-hmm. and I think, look how good I am, the more I downplay my need for God and my need for Jesus. So, like, that's harmful in this respect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then also harmful in a person-to-person respect, especially mm-hmm. to a non-Christian, in the fact that I'm going to look down on you because I have pride and I think I'm better and I mm-hmm. don't drink that drink and I don't wear those clothes and I don't do this. And like, rather than talk about, you know, how everything God has done for me and all that, it's just all about mm-hmm. me. And what ends up happening is we push people like, come so, on. I can a hundred percent attest to that for the mere fact. One of, one of the things you will see in almost any worship service, People raising their hands, people dancing, you know, singing along, which, I mean, everyone's singing at that point, so what's the difference? I'm not comfortable enough to do that in a church service. Mm-hmm. That's never been one of my things. Now, that may be a pride thing. That may be <clears throat> not wanting other people to see me do it. I don't know. But there has been multiple times in my life that I'm working on something in the garage, having a beer or two, and... I've got my worship music playing, and I hit the ground. Oh, that doesn't I, count. I just, <laughs> right, I'm drinking, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. God doesn't You're listen. not but in that's, the church. That's so. one of those places that you don't have, you don't have that pride, you don't have that pressure, mm-hmm. you know, and so pride absolutely 100% gets in the way of hmm. that relationship. And why don't we make a bigger, if, if Christians are going to make a big deal out of something, why don't we make a bigger deal out of that one than what you're drinking? Right. Like, I think that that to me is the the hypocrisy that yep. Christians get blamed for all the time. That's the ineffectiveness we have at, at reaching people. I think it's a big reason why people aren't Christians, because I don't want to be like that. Yep. I've seen how Christians live. I've seen how they act. Ugh, get away from me. I don't want to be that. I, I also wonder, because I, I think, and I certainly get there too, um, I wonder if people in general, but in highlighting Christians and what we're talking about, Christians put so much effort into holding themselves to a higher standard because we may be called to live to a higher standard, whatever it may be, but we often get so uh, so um, ineffective in that because we start holding everybody else around us to that higher standard, right? Rather than trying to get there. Never signed up to right. play for, by those rules. Yeah, for like me to tell somebody else to live to the standard, like I have no idea what they're working on or and maybe mm-hmm. they are at a higher standard than me, <laughs> but I'm seeing one thing that I'm currently working on, whatever it may be. Yeah. It's just, yeah, we get so focused sometimes and, and so, again, self-included yep. of looking at other people trying to get them to raise their, their standard up where they're trying to get to or whatever it may be and not even thinking about my own and mm-hmm. self-reflection. I think what's interesting about the higher standard is let's, Let's pick good measurements. We, we sure. pick arbitrary measurements right. for a higher standard that really aren't a measurement at all. Surface level behaviors. Surface level mm-hmm. behaviors that Muslims do better than most Christians mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't make us more spiritual. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the higher standards we should be looking for is the fruit of the Spirit. The love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness. Not, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't you know go to bad movies. Those are I, good things to do. It's just that they're they're not a good measurement right. yeah, yeah. for mm-hmm. spirituality. Right. Mm-hmm. But and I I noticed another thing, kinda of talking about the pride stuff and, and we pick on other people. 
generally, and this isn't maybe a church-wide thing, it's more an individual thing. If I don't have an anger problem, now I'll pick on anger is a bad thing. Right, Because yeah. I don't struggle with it. You know, so the things uh, that sometimes we, the reverse, though, if I do have an anger problem in an effort yeah. to make mine seem like less, I <laughs> yeah. will highlight the highlight everybody else's little Absolutely. <laughs> That's why we're such good friends. But it's, <laughs> yes. hey, it's normally the people who don't drink that are harder on alcohol because mm. they don't do it. Mm. It's Absolutely. the people that don't smoke are harder on People who do smoke. It's people who don't lie are harder on people who lie. It's just that it goes back to pride yeah. again. Mm -hmm. But none of those are good measurements. Mm -hmm. Whatever we're trying to measure, I think if we're trying to measure spirituality, however you explain that, I explain that with exuding or, or living in the presence of God, the standard is the fruit of the Spirit. Nothing else can be... It went, I hear people all the time, well, don't make somebody stumble. Don't make them stumble. Well, they're not, it's not, it's not a sin anyway. Why, you know, well, don't eat meat. It might make somebody stumble. Well, there's nothing wrong with eating meat, okay? So let them stumble. Thank you, God. You hang out so with really weird people. <laughs> Nobody's uh, ever told know, me that. Just the, 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 the thing about not making people stumble. But yeah. what's really interesting is when you look at the life of Jesus, observers of his life who didn't know him well, they just watched what he did and where he went. Mm. And they described him to somebody else. You know how they described him? He is a drunkard and a glutton. Mm -hmm. Why did they think that? Right. Because he was around Probably because he people. never went to bars. He, <laughs> he drank in bars. He ate at festivals. He, he probably, I think Christians have an issue with running from things that we're not supposed to do. So instead of developing self-control, mm -hmm. we run from it. Right. And I, I mean, we, a different episode maybe about mm -hmm. why we homeschool our kids, why we get out of, like Christians, yeah. hello, you weakling. Really, it, the, the thing is, well, that might be bad for me if it's totally out of control. So I'm gonna look the other way. Right. We are called to live in a, a balance, self-control. Christians don't work on self-control. They abandon everything that might be a problem. All or none. Isn't self-control the goal here? So have a cocktail, have two, and stop. And I can stop. And stop. Developing sure. maturity and developing self-control. I don't hey, need this. Don't it. To Not feel a dozen. good. Right. Yeah. Must be you nice. Know? I am drinking it to enjoy it, not it to good. get a buzz, yeah. you know, or, or, sure. or that. Back to back to what you said about, hey, you know what, people who don't have anger, the ones that pick it out the most or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, I just, uh, I just wish, you know, maybe Christianity could be more about that whole grace thing. Mm. You know, I mean, it's a I small mean, piece of <laughs> of the you know big picture view. Be way Wee too a little ironic. bit. <laughs> But, uh, you know, like maybe rather than saying uh, your sin is so bad and being completely blind mm -hmm. to my own sin or trying to justify it or run away because I don't want to deal with it. What if we just said, hey, you know what? Whatever you're doing, you know what? God loves you. Mm -hmm. I love you, too. Draw closer to God. I've discovered this incredible relationship with God that's possible because of Jesus. And like, you know what? I'm not perfect either. And like, I wish... You know, can I tell you a little bit about what it's like? And can I share my story? And like, what if we just had a little more, I mean, maybe that Jesus guy was onto something. Like, a He had a grace. cool idea like a couple thousand years ago. 
Are like, you saying why? we could not see eye to eye and still get along? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no, absolutely not. I wouldn't not. go that far. <laughs> no. no. If you don't agree with me politically, I'm going to cast you out of my life forever. Obviously, that's what we've seen as the Christian thing to do. Okay, another episode altogether. Let's I can't not. wait for that episode. Let's not get into that one. What you just said, let me just throw oh, in oh, I guess oh, it's sorry. this episode. No, no, oh. right before that. A, a story that Jesus was in, I mean, it actually happened. A woman doing an absolute sin, mm. caught in the act of adultery, which we all know Not is a sin. Heard about her having adultery, yeah. like no, caught with eyes. Yeah. I see what's going on. So, what do what do the the religious people do? Throw her in there in front of Jesus and say, "Stone her." The law says to stone anybody that does this, whatever. And and Jesus just asked a simple question. It, it was very clear. Wonderful. Go ahead and stone her. Whoever standing here has no sin, throw the first stone. Mm -hmm. You have the right to condemn her if you're perfect. Mm -hmm. It's the same with what you're talking about. Absolutely. Who, none of us have the right to condemn other people because we don't have that sin. It's easy to pick on the one we don't have. I've no. never committed adultery, mm -hmm. but I have lied. Yeah, and, and and you know what? And this is what some people don't understand. But flattery is a sin. I've said nice things about you. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> Happy you brought this up. The reason for this flattery episode. is a sin. Now, here's a point yeah. that I think Shane's trying to make very clear. Christians have a problem forgetting about their sin mm -hmm. and condemning others. Mm -hmm. Double standard. And what a horrible thing to do to people. Mm -hmm. Just in general, even if it's with other Christians or non-Christians, but I guess. especially yeah. with non-Christians, to put up this barrier or what I imagine is a perceived barrier to I can't be a Christian mm -hmm. if I'm still doing these behaviors. BS. That is not true, and we make people stay disconnected from God with. With our makeup, make with believe our, standards. Yep. Yeah. Or even if they're not make believe, even if they are scripturally based, clear sin that sh we shouldn't do it. A standard fine. we ourselves can't live up but to. But that part of it, like, why would we? I, I just feel so bad. Like, I, I wish I could talk to everybody who is not a Christian. You could just hear, like, whatever your preconceived notion is about Christianity, mm -hmm. I can pretty much guarantee it's not right and it's mm -hmm. not a barrier. You know? Right. Yep. My favorite thing, and I think, Kevin, you're the first person, I, you probably even created it, is the reason people don't go to church because yeah. they've been to one before. That was and Andy Stanley. Oh, that was Andy, was Andy Stanley. Stanley. Okay. Um, but Kevin's was people wouldn't be opposed to God if, if they, they were, were exposed. properly exposed to well, God. To God. Same right thing. Andy Stanley's easier to remember. Um, <laughs> and doesn't opposed, involve the exposed? word. Exposed? <laughs> you don't think that? And huh? Stanley's doesn't have the word exposed, which is yeah, a little yeah. questionable. Um <laughs> But the idea is is, is there yeah. for both. It's just like there's – and certainly I, I would say I probably have done it before. I'm sure you guys would hopefully self-admit that we've probably done that to before to other Christians, let alone non-Christians. And, again, that might be a small reason why they don't come back. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or, yeah. My mom says often about family members, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, cousins, oh, they're, they're living in sin. He's got a drug addiction, or they're you know, they're living they're, together. They're homosexual. They're, and you know, I've said this a thousand times. I think she'd get it, Mom. 
do they know Jesus Christ? Right. Well, no. Well, then who cares what they're doing? A Man. You say things like, if we were held to a standard of a Buddhist, but we're not Buddhists. Yeah. And one of the pushbacks is the church is judging non-Christian people, not accepting people, according to Christian standards. Do we have any business holding anybody to those standards, but especially non-Christians to those standards? Not at all. Not You're not at a all. Christian. I don't care how you live. Neither does God. I mean, he don't care. Well, he cares that you're going to have a lot of hurt. Mm -hmm. You're going to mm -hmm. have a lot of pain in your life. Sure. But other than that, you're separated from him. Who cares? That's yeah. 20 billion things yeah. down the list of importance to him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, and it's also, you know, I've got friends over the years that we don't see eye to eye on certain things, whether politics, homosexuality, whatever it is. And... We're okay with that. We've had discussions. We've talked about stuff. But at the end of the day, you're still my friend, and that doesn't get in the way. Mm -hmm. You accept people for who they are. And then that, to me, personally, that's my bottom line. Like, wherever you're at in your life, mm -hmm. I love you. I'm going to be there for you. Whatever you need. Mm -hmm. And a story. You know, and mm -hmm. I feel like it should just be that simple. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's just because my brain span's a little smaller than your guys's. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. doubt it. Mm -hmm. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. probably not. I doubt honest. it. What's the prize? Thing? Yeah, that sounds that <laughs> tell, sounds about right. You big dummy. <laughs> Bottom line, I, I think uh, your point is is so clear. I wish this. I wish Christian people would just think about what we're doing mm -hmm. and why we're doing it. Why are we doing what we're doing? Why are we holding people to standards? Why are we comparing them to us? Why are we mm -hmm. judging things that aren't even sins? Why? All of this stuff. Yeah. To just think, why do we do that? And how hard do we work to bring those people into mm -hmm. and, and be a part of bringing them into a relationship mm -hmm. with, with God? Mm -hmm. And in, in turn, we're actually pushing it away even further. Yep. Shame on us. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Shame on Christians. Well, hey, on that note, <laughs> I'm done with my cocktail, and I I would like to revise my score. Uh oh. Ooh. I'm gonna give it a nine. Oh, yeah. Wow. Is this the best cocktail you think we've made? Gosh, you know, it might. It if it's not number one, it's number two. Okay. I absolutely love this. This is fantastic. And this compared to a light beer, solid ten. <laughs> <laughs> So this compared to this, Bush Light, yeah. This or Natty Ice, <laughs> Natty Daddy. You're taking this. I mean, Natty Ice. Now you're talking my taste buds a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you got the 16ers, the and then it's a Natty Daddy. Poor person mirror. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen it. <laughs> okay, Mr. Moneybags. Natty, Jeez. Natty another hat Ice. guy. Oh, is it really? Is that the name of it? Natty it's Ice. Called natural, natural Ice. Light. Natty Ice beer. is the short version. Yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah. Yep. yeah. Or Sorry. Natty Daddy's if and, you drink like a big boy. If you drink the Keystone big ones. Light. It's mm. water with some color to it, barely. <laughs> Getting thirsty. <laughs> I just thought you were making something up. That's no. Okay. No, no, no. It's actually a real thing. So Yeah. Coors Light? Is that ringing a bell or is that? Okay, I just want to make <laughs> I've sure. I've heard that. <laughs> Moving up the ladder. <laughs> yeah. Natural Ice is like 
a few steps below course. Yeah, it's kind of like Milwaukee's best, but not good. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Milwaukee's best. Anyway, yeah, sorry. I highly suggest you make this cocktail. Yeah. It's very good, whether you make, I'm assuming, based off your it was comments, very good, yeah. the alcoholic version yes. or the non-alcoholic is fantastic. If you want to find the recipe, head to our website, letsdrinkandthink.com. Where you can send us an email and then be sure and follow on the socials. And uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>